0: How can we manifest our highest intentions and what are the proven methods that really work? What are the steps we can take to create, to manifest miracles and wonders? And what do we need to avoid? Welcome to Miracle Consciousness Series. And this is the final audio from the first step of Miracle Consciousness, setting your sacred intentions. In this session, we'll be doing a recap of the sacred intention process, and we'll be exploring two additional aspects of holding your divine intention so by listening to and applying this you will be able to step into your divine purpose your divine vibration manifest your highest expression and avoid getting trapped or lost in all of the chaos in the world so much love and welcome
1: welcome back and lots of love so we're very blessed to have your sacred presence. And we've been talking about intentions. This is the first step of miracle consciousness. And it's a very deep, very, very deep thing. Why do we need any intentions or visions at all? Why don't we just go with the flow and see what happens? So the reason we need intentions is because if we ourselves don't understand who we are and tune into our highest expression and discover the things that only we can do, what is our dharma? What is our purpose? What is it that we can bring to the world? If we don't figure that out, then we will get extremely distracted in all kinds of other things. And we will be influenced by all of the endless chaos and distractions in the world. And we won't fulfill our destiny. And we will not have a satisfying life. We'll have a life of distress and distraction, which unfortunately sums up a very, very large percentage of the human population. Only 2% of the population has clear goals and intentions, which is really quite shocking, 2 or 3%. Everyone else is running around after things that other people have put in front of them like the carrot and the donkey. So intentions really help us get out of that carrot chasing the donkey approach and make us set a course for our own lives and what we want. And in our first session we talked about the two different types of intentions. One is what we call cravings. They're often called desires, but desires are not just the same thing. There's different kinds of desires. One are cravings. Cravings are coming from a needy place, wanting this and wanting that. And then when we get those things, what happens? We're not satisfied. And then we want something else, something else, something else. So we're living from a place of neediness. And then when we get what we want, we're not happy anyway. And often we're worse off. So This is a huge problem. So that's one kind of what you could call desire. And then the other type is what we're calling intentionality, where you really understand who you are, what is your calling, what are your tendencies, what are your ways of being, what is unique about you, what can only you do with your life. And then you align with that and you also consider how is it that by you doing what you need to do it also benefits other people. So that's what we call a pure intentions is something that you brings you joy, you love it and it helps others and it's coming from a really beautiful place within yourself. So we're separating the difference between running around chasing after carrots and setting your own divine course of life and we talked about this in great detail in the first session
0: and our pure intentions are so clean and so beautiful in our hearts there's a very beautiful feeling of purity connection to the divine love peace these are good signs that this is a very deep intention for you And it's so interesting, we'll be talking about this more as well, that if it's something that you have a hard time focusing on or feeling, it may not be the right intention. Because really, what's in our hearts, what's filled with love, we can't help but have that intention, hold that sacred intention in our minds and our hearts.
1: Yeah, so hopefully you have got your intention. So if you haven't, you can go and listen to the other audios. Written it down. It's really useful to write it down. The, The pen is like a magic wand. And it brings spirit into form. It's very powerful. So you have an idea in your mind, feeling, and you write it down. And you'll see it in real life. We have a whiteboard here in our house. We have a bunch of whiteboards, actually. And we write things on those boards and they somehow, one way or the other, start to come true. It's really quite fascinating. So you write your intentions down. You can put them on a sacred piece of card, a nice thick card with a special pen. You could use a quill if you want a quill pen. You know, I'm just joking. But you can make it special, make it beautiful. This is your sacred life and put it somewhere special. So you know what it is that you want for yourself. The second thing is the vibrations. The vibrations. Once you know what you want, then the key thing, and this is so important, is to imagine that you have manifested what you want. And then tune into the energy vibrations, the feelings, the emotions of what you want. What is that vibration? It's very particular energy. So there is the physical manifestation, whatever that looks like, the five senses. But then there's the vibrations. It Maybe it's complete freedom, or bliss, or loss of love in your heart, or joy. Or profound peace It could be all kinds of things It could be a combination of vibrations But the more we feel Those vibrations As if they are real Right now The more we feel that We Genuinely start to experience That we have attained What we want Right now because we have it's such a profound thing that when we feel we've attained what we want even if nothing physically is any different than it was the day before but when you feel it everything is different I'm sure you've had the experience in your life where you're in the same house same situation, everything's the same but one day you're feeling stressed out and irritated and, you know, maybe anxious or something's just not right. And and everything just seems awful, even if it's okay. And then the next day, maybe you do something and you have more meditation and you look after yourself and you eat better. And you start to feel happy and relaxed. And it's exactly the same house. It's the same stuff, same things. But you feel profoundly better. Profoundly better. Because the energy is different. The vibration that you have in yourself has changed. So the the key thing is to come back to that energy again and again and again. And and also to have compassion. If you find that you're not feeling the way you'd like to, then don't make it worse <laughs> by going, oh, I'm so terrible, I can't do it, I'm a terrible person. Just say, all right, I'm a bit off today. How can I bring it back? How can I bring it back?
0: So these beautiful feelings are so key in experiencing the joy of your intention now. And with this, just being open to what is is the highest, what is the most beautiful, what is the greatest love, the most expansive. So you have the intention, you have the vibration, and you also don't limit it. You're open to being shown what that highest expression really is.
1: And one thing we talked about in the second session is how to anchor that feeling. You can create an anchor where you go into that experience when you're in the best possible place to do this practice then you anchor it in by maybe putting your fingers together or a certain smell like fragrances essential oils or something a sound so that when you go back to those things it brings you back to the feeling it's really useful to be able to come back to that vibration when you want to have it more and more and more often and we also talked about how when it comes down to it the reason this The key thing to all these things is to have a connection with the divine, with the source, with God, with the light, the ocean of bliss. Because that vibration is the highest energy and the more we connect with him, with that light, the more we feel that beautiful vibration, spiritual ocean of bliss, ocean of love. And the third thing we talked about last time was moving from achievement focused to virtue focused. And we had many, many stories about people, famous people, and this note that happened to all of us, where we are focused on the achievement, getting the goal, getting what we want, achieving this, that, and the other, getting whatever it is we like in our physical life. So many people have run around stressing themselves out, push, 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 push to get the thing that they want. And then when they get it, they either feel depressed or it doesn't do anything or they just abandon whatever they're doing and move on. Many athletes, Olympians, have won their prized award and felt actually quite sad afterwards. This is extremely common because it doesn't matter that much. But when people focus on the virtues, like love, tolerance, perseverance, patience, joy, cooperation, like developing the energies that go into what we're doing, how we do it, when we focus on that, then we get tremendous satisfaction immediately while we're in the process of manifesting what we want. And then when we do get what we want, we actually have developed ourselves and become a different type of person. And we're very, very rich internally. So even if we didn't even achieve anything in our lives, the fact that we've become of somebody who's full of all these beautiful qualities is the greatest achievement of all. But the irony, of course, is the more we do develop these things, the more likely success physical success, money, wealth, freedom, success in various things we do the more that all that stuff's actually going to happen. So when we shift our attention away from achievement to how we do things we amplify our chances of success while enjoying our life now.
0: And that was a beautiful session to really tune into those virtues, those qualities of energy, those beautiful divine traits within you. And I really feel that the ones that we're drawn to, there's a reason for that, that those are originally and eternally true within us. And so sometimes it's just a journey of re-emerging those divine qualities in your being, in your heart, in your mind, and of course, in your work and putting that into action and what you do and what you manifest in our world.
1: Some people only figure this out at the end of their life when they're dying. So if we can learn this now, we are extremely blessed and remember these virtues that we develop go with us into the future after we die so this is this is really the key thing the only thing all our physical things are will will vanish when we die doesn't matter how much money you have or how much praise you get it's all gone but who we become goes with us so that's just a very brief recap of where we where we're at and what we talked about previously this session we wanted to touch on two things that really help with the intentions <laughs> self-image and and this 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 is Ariel's the other um she she told me this and she's laughing as i'm about to read this self-image and mind your own business <laughs> so we'll, we'll explain what that means in a minute So when we have a vision of who we want to become, we work with a lot of different people in different situations and part of our work is helping people become spiritual life coaches. And one of the things we've noticed, and we've heard this from our students, is that they say things like, I feel like I have imposter syndrome, which I'd never heard of it before, but a lot of people said this. So we looked into it. And imposter syndrome, basically, it is what it sounds like. It's where someone feels like they're an imposter, that they're not the real deal and they're going to get caught out. And they're doing this thing, but they feel like they're fundamentally on the inside. They're an imposter. And the reason for that, there's a few reasons, but one of the main ones is that if our self-image, if who we think we are in our mind So if you close your eyes right now and you ask yourself, who am I? Who is me? What comes to your mind when you say, who am I? What am I like? When you think of me, whatever the me is, whatever that means to you, that's your self-concept, your self-image, your inner self-image. There's a little version of ourselves that exists in our mind. And we live in accordance with that self-image. So if someone sees themselves as a horrible person that no one likes and everything goes wrong for them in their mind, then they will experience that in their external life. Even if things are all right, they'll still experience it. This is the issue with people with um, anorexia and eating disorders. They might look in the mirror and say, oh, I'm fat and ugly. I'm too fat around this area here, or whatever it is. And so they, and even if someone says, look, you'll barely weigh anything at all. You're really, really thin. They say, no, 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 no. I don't look right, I'm too fat. Th- that's an extreme example of self-image, warped self-image. But we can have basically, we're very likely to have a warped self image one way or the other. And and what we're doing here is we're going to align our intention, whatever your intention is, we want to align that with your self image. Because if you intend to be somebody who, I'll just give an example of our students. If our students want to be spiritual coaches, And that's their intention. But then they close their eyes. They think of themselves as someone who's not very good, and they can't help anyone, and they got all these problems. Then, as as I'm sure you can imagine, there's a bit of a disconnect there between who they think themselves to be right now and what they want in the future. And we will be true to our self-image rather than our intentions. So we might have intentions written down on a piece of paper, But we are going to align our behavior and our thinking and our beliefs with our self-image. Our self-image basically is the combination of all of our beliefs packaged up as an image of who we are. So if someone thinks of themselves as a poor person, oh, I'll never be rich, I'll never be able to have any money, I'll never be able to be successful, I'll never be able to be loved whatever it is, if they think of themselves in that way in their head, it's going to be impossible for them to act in a different way that will lead them to wealth and love. So this is a very profound thing. So what we want to do is, is change our perspective so that we are aligned internally with our self-image with which the which we want to become with our new self-image
0: so to really open to your true image and a beautiful way of considering it is seeing yourself through the divine's eyes through god's eyes what is that highest, truest form? What is the real, the real truth of your being, of your expression, of your light, your love, your beauty, all of these things? So in a sense, it's like surrendering all of the garbage <laughs> of what's been, what we've taken into our mind from this world, ideas media, movies parents whatever, whatever image we've been given to surrender that and open to the light of your true self the light of the way the divine sees you and to breathe and receive and allow this in to your being fully accepting fully aligning fully receiving yourself
1: This is a a practice that you can gradually, gently, calmly bring into your awareness so that when you close your eyes, I'll just tell you a story how I discovered the self-image to help you get a sense of this. One day, once upon a time, (laughs) I was sitting on the beach in Kauai in January. It was a cold January day in the island and it was grey and I was sitting there by the beach having meditation and it's grey ocean and it was all choppy and windy, nasty. And I was, I was feeling awful. I just felt my life wasn't right. Everything was off. It. I just, just felt something. I just didn't know what it was. And I remember sitting there just feeling really bad and I I had a prayer to God and I said, please, I don't know what's going on here. Please tell me what is wrong. What do I need to know? Please give me the secret. I don't some I don't know what it is. Please help me. So I, I sincerely sent out this prayer. And I was pulled into this. Awareness. It was almost slightly like being pulled out of my body. And I saw an image of myself in my mind that there was this little Michael sitting on this little beach in my mind, being miserable. And I and I really clearly saw self image. And and then I was shown a happy version of myself. The, right next to it, was like, there's two Michaels. One was sitting on the beach, miserable, and the other one was sitting on the beach with a big smile and very happy. And as soon as the self-image Michael turned into the happy one, so all of a sudden I was seeing this happy version of myself sitting on the beach, as soon as my inner self-image smiled, <laughs> my, I immediately smiled in my body, immediately, So I made that shift of the smiling Michael in my mind and I started immediately to feel much more relaxed, much happier. It was was a very profound transformation from miserable to joyful, just like that in a second. As soon as little Michael smiled, then big Michael smiled. And I couldn't believe how powerful it was. So I, I literally jumped up in great joy and drove back to my house and wrote all this down. Came up with a program based on it a few months later, the Inner Self Image Program. But the essence of it is very simple: is that when you change that inner image of yourself, you literally will feel different. And you literally will act different in your life, practically. And so this is something you can practice in your own time. We have meditations on this you can listen to. But it's actually very simple. You just close your eyes. You imagine your self-image. You can do it now. Who do you see yourself to be? And now imagine that your self image becomes happy, wealthy, and has manifested all the things that you want. That you are the embodiment of success in your mind. That image of yours is full of success, full of happiness. <laughs> Just allow yourself in your mind to smile. Just allow your inner self image to have a beautiful big smile. And happy heart. And notice how that makes you feel. You can see yourself like a beautiful angel, beautiful, shining being. So you can come back to this again and again. If you ever find yourself (laughs) not feeling the way you'd like to, Check in with your self-image. How are you seeing yourself in that moment? And change that, and then it will change your physical experience. This is a very, very profound thing that we could easily do a whole bunch of sessions on. But we just wanted to add that to this training, this practice. And it's actually, it is as simple as it sounds. It's just a matter of going in there and making your inner self be full of, full of what you want. It's a bit like what um, good old Mr. Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg is trying to do with Meta, creating a virtual reality where people can put on their VR goggles and create an image in their virtual image but we don't need technology and all these companies we can do it in our mind and it's actually much more powerful so you're changing your self-image becoming that in yourself and then that comes forth into your whole body so just tune into this and you can think When can you bring this into your practice? Next time you feel a little bit off, just go into that self-image, change it, and come back.
0: Such a beautiful awareness. It's so important for this topic of intentions. Really allowing that higher image to shine, higher truth of you the soul embodied in the part that you're here to play at this time so it's a a very sacred practice to really allow yourself to receive the deep significance the deep meaning of this shift and what it will create and do in your
1: life yes and finally, we're going to talk about something that Mother Teresa said. i has been reading about Mother Teresa, so that's why we're bringing her up. And so we all want to manifest things. We have a vision, we have our self-image, we know what we want to feel. But there's this other piece, this other factor, which is critically important and is I would say the biggest reason that people don't get what they want is for this one thing we're about to share. And what it is, is that whatever you want, it's critically important that you focus on that and not focus on things that pull you away from it. This sounds simple. This sounds simple. It makes sense. If you want something, then focus on what you want. Give it your attention. And whatever you give attention to gets bigger and then it becomes more and more and more and then you experience it in your life fully. So that's, we're going in a certain direction. But what happens in real life is that we say we want one thing, but then we get a thousand other things that come up in between that pull our attention. And the modern world is full of endless other things. If you read the biography of any successful people, any successful people at all, you'll find one thing in common, They focus on what they want and they don't allow themselves to get pulled off course by endless other things. If you take any successful person in the world, whether it's spiritual people or business people or athletes or musicians or artists or writers or engineers or whatever, anyone, and you... Imagine that person living their life again, except this time they're on their phone all day long, getting caught up in all sorts of things. Their life story would turn out completely differently. We would never have heard about them. But they focus, 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 focus. So the thing that pulls us away, there's all kinds of things that can pull us away. But Mother Teresa had a wonderful expression. What was that, Ariel?
0: So her wisdom around humility was one of the aspects is to mind our own business and avoid curiosity, wanting to manage other people's affairs, and just really focusing on yourself and what God, what the divine is asking of you in this moment, and... There are so many ways in today's world to get pulled away from that center, from that alignment, that sovereignty. And so I feel like this wisdom is more important than ever to be in that alignment with ourselves, with God and doing what we need to do that's in front of us right now. Another wonderful teacher, Daddy Chenki, would say, Keep. she would say, keep your mind where your body is, be present, and what is in front of me right now? What is life asking of me to do right now? It's not what is life asking of this other person to do right now, or what is, what, you know, what is life asking me to do or worry about what's happening over there but know what's in front of me what is true and divine in this moment and to stay in that truth that light
1: that's right so when you look at your intentions whatever they are Each intention has contained within it the seed of the various things that you can do practically to move forward. In one way or another, practical steps or vibrations that will move you in that direction. But the modern world, it's bad enough in previous generations, but it's really, really, really extreme nowadays. Modern world is set up by companies whose business model requires that millions and billions of people, aka all of us, spend enormous amounts of our time looking at other people's business in order for them to get paid. This is the situation, right? There are business models, Google, Facebook, And all the tech companies and so many other companies that are smaller companies. They would not get paid unless we're all fiddling around on our phones all the time. And they've done it in such a way that we think we're doing it for ourselves. Whereas really we're wasting our time being pulled away from our own purpose and getting caught up in things that we can't change at the expense of the things we can change. Right? Now, this is critically important to understand because if we don't get this, then you might have all the best intentions and all sorts of wonderful things run down, but it's just not going to happen because there are a million and one ways of getting distracted. So... Every single thing we read, everything we see, everything we pay attention to comes into our soul, into our being. This morning, in fact, I woke up this morning and I had some strange dreams about some random YouTube video I watched At some point in time, right? Like, just so I, I just don't even know what it was, but it came up to I feel for this call really, just to give me a good kicking, a little prodding that these little things that I've done, like when I was younger, when I was growing up, I watched television because we had a TV and my parents watched TV and everyone watched TV, so I watched TV, and all that stuff's gone in my head, right? And it's taken my time. And fair enough, I was younger and I didn't know these things then, so I was ignorant. But all this stuff we've absorbed, most of us have absorbed enormous amounts of content over the years. The average person spends hours and hours every day absorbing stuff. All that stuff is almost 100% of it is things we can't change. It doesn't add anything to our life. And not only that, it distracts us from doing the things that we can do, and it weakens our vibrations. So can you imagine if everyone in the world turned off all their devices and focused their whole time on proactive things that would move them towards their vision? Or if they did use devices, it was only in a constructive, practical way.
0: Right, so it's like like listening to this right now that's learning, like education, reading, learning, elevated things that support you is different from, you know, just the modern focus on media and news when so often it is about other people's business or things going on that we can't change, it's often very negative and when we bring that into our mind, it's harmful and unhelpful, really. So it's such a beautiful thing to realize this just very deeply for yourself so that you can use your sacred energy for your divine purpose.
1: This is a very, very profound awakening. If you look at your day, we all have 24 hours, If we spend the time we have in the service of making a big difference in our own lives and in the lives of others, making a positive impact, then it actually has an effect. If we spend the same time that we could have done that, watching the news, getting caught up in this and that, getting caught up in various things, at the end of our life, when we look back on it all, are we going to say, I'm really happy that I spent so much time looking at screens, absorbing content. Do you think anyone's going to be on their deathbed saying, you know, I'm really glad I watched all those YouTube videos. <laughs> I'm really glad I spent so much time scrolling on social media with such a nourishing use of my time. Can you imagine that? I mean, maybe there is. I'm so glad I spent hours every day. But more likely, people will say, what did I do with my life, right? But if someone spends their time in the pursuit of genuinely becoming their higher self and using their time in a worthwhile way, you look back and say, I'm I'm really grateful for my life. So this this is something that we're saying this to you now, right? Pretty much everything else in your life, if you go on online, it says the opposite of this. It says that it is important to know about everything that's happening. You need to know all the details of all the crazy conspiracy theories and all the crazy stuff in the news and this and that and this and that. Reality is we can't do anything about pretty much all of it. So we're just getting caught up in things that make us disturbed and then make us feel helpless So is getting disturbed and feeling helpless actually useful? You know, this has to come from the heart. If you want to make this shift, then it has to come. We can tell you these things, but when you realize this for yourself, when you realize these companies are not your friend, they are out for themselves. They have financial investments, incentives, And they will do anything they can to keep us wasting our time on their platforms. When you realize this, really realize this, it completely shifts everything. And then you say, you know what? I said, my life. What am I going to do with my life? My life. It's your life. Do you know what I mean? It's your life. What do you want to spend it on? Mm, It's a very uh, beautiful
0: topic to awaken to and Michael had written down a beautiful quote here from well I don't think it was a quote from Gandhi but he was a a big a big fan of the knowledge see no evil speak no evil hear no evil and that can be embodied when we are focused on our divine journey, rooted and grounded in our true inner self image and connected to our highest purpose here. Otherwise like we were saying, with all of the directions we can get pulled in, it's usually focused on seeing evil, hearing evil, and speaking evil, isn't it? Really the majority, a lot of it is. So we don't want to allow ourselves to get pulled into that vibration. That would only drain and weaken our precious life force. And each of us, we're all here. You are here to do sacred work in this world. If you're listening to this, I have no doubt that that is the truth. So it's so beautiful to have you here. And we we, want the, we all want the fullness of, of your presence and your gifts brought to this world.
1: It's such a profound thing. And let's just tune into an example of this. There are a lot of people who are poor physically and in poverty, right? If all the wealthy people in the world focused on the poor, would it actually help the poor? if they absorb themselves in poverty. It would just disturb people, that's all that would happen. But imagine those who were poor and in poverty focused all of their attention on wealth and the means to acquire wealth and the skills to acquire wealth, right? Imagine there's millions and millions of people focused on wealth and acquiring wealth and adding value and doing all the things to create a cooperative situation and create value and produce things, which is gonna actually lead to the result of more wealth. It's when people focus on what they want sincerely and do the work, do the things that are gonna bring them that, that people get pulled out of it. So we have a, a situation now where Millions of people are focused on very evil, negative things, day and night. And what is the consequence of that? The things are getting worse. People are losing it because they're seeing negative things all day long. So this is extremely important because if you want to get what you want, then and when you let go of all that stuff, initially you might have a bit of a guilt trip around it. Oh, but I should know about all these things you can superficially get an idea of the news in about about 10 minutes a week if you wanted to Uh, and if that's useful to you then that's fair enough but getting caught up in it is literally just pulling all of our attention away from the things that we really want and then when we look back on the year we haven't got what we want and we've got lots of stuff in our head that we don't want so hopefully we're giving you a sense of this and it's completely up to you what you focus your attention on but whatever you do focus your attention on gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it becomes your reality
0: there's a quote from the gita that the one who takes initiative is arjuna and that's what this is really about being the hero actor in your in your own journey, taking initiative, being proactive and not allowing your energy to get drained in the in the many ways that it can in these times. So let's do a recap of this this whole process of sacred intentions we've been connecting about.
1: So the next session we'll talk about some other things, but just remember these key things. Write down your intentions, write down your sacred intentions that are aligned with the highest good. What do you want in your life that's going to bring benefit and joy to others? Second thing is to think about what you want and feel the vibrations of that very often during the day. So you're coming into that energy field again and again and again of what you want to experience. The third thing is what are the virtues and qualities that you can practice and embody now as you move towards that because when we focus on these things, could be patience or discipline or love or peace, whatever the qualities are, if you feel that and practice that, how can I abide by that now, then you're becoming richer immediately. Fourth thing we talked about is self-image. When you close your eyes and imagine me, imagine yourself, I, Are you seeing your happy, smiling, blissful self? And if you're not, then you can change your self-image and you'll feel much more aligned with who you're becoming and physically feel it in your body. And the final thing, which we've just been talking about, is mind your own Business. You have your own business, so mind your own business rather than the business of others and all the madness in the world, which you can't do anything about. What you can do about the world is by minding your own business, you create a beautiful world that other people can come to and be blessed by. So by you minding your own business, you actually make a difference in the world and stay away from the toxic drama. We can be, our life can be destroyed by getting caught up in toxic drama. So be very, very, very careful. Gandhi said, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. And we could even go so far as think no evil. So these five things, set your intentions, think about them often, feel the vibrations. What are the virtues that you can practice? Having that self-image, that I am that. And then minding your own business. If you do these things, then you will have a huge amount of power coming back to you, huge amount of power coming back to you right now, and your whole life will start moving in that sacred direction of what you want.
0: So it's so very powerful, really, as you really align on the inner, how your life will bloom on the outer and it's all from this inner state of alignment, true intention, connection to the one, beautiful virtues you're embodying, staying connected, staying focused on your journey, not getting distracted, being of service. All of these things will elevate you into such a high space. And as far as with the minding your own business, it is beautiful to be of service to others. So we're not not in any way saying not to do that because that is a very holy and beautiful thing to be of service to others, to add something that will support and bless others. It's just not getting caught up in that negative field in our world today. So, may you enjoy your sacred vision, experience it now, receive it, receive yourself, your highest self, and may you live with this sacred intention And embrace your divine journey, feeling the fullness of having already attained completeness and the fullness of everything already being manifest. So, so, so much love to you and namaste. So
1: enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. These are beautiful things that we don't often hear about in our modern world. It's trying to pull all of us into crazy things all the time. But when we really take our life seriously and say, this is my special life, what am I gonna do with it? Then we really value every second, every moment as a sacred opportunity to be of service. And like Ariel said, minding your own business It is, a lot of it, our business is to help people. So what can we do to be of service? I remember someone said, um, if you are going to watch the news, make a note of how many things are actionable that you learn on the news. How much of the news can you do something about practically? And if you actually try that out, you'll realize pretty quickly that it's almost 0%. Apart from the weather. So if the weather says it's going to rain, then you might want to wear a rain jacket, you know. But apart from that, it doesn't do you any good. There's nothing you can do. If it's not giving you anything practical. So when we mind our own business, then all of a sudden the power comes back to you and you can choose your life. Wonderful. So next week we're going to talk about the second step, which is about really grounding in your miracles into your practical life. So we'll talk more about that in the next session. Yay. Thanks for your beautiful presence. Fall. Well, we are very, very grateful for everyone, and I'd like to encourage a little experiment to avoid any toxic media for one week. One week. Some people don't have the habit of that anyway, so that's great. Try it for one week. So any negativity, social media, news, magazines, movies, whatever it is, try giving it up for one week, only a week. Do you know what I mean? You've got 52 weeks in a year. You can come back to it the next week if you want to. Try it for a week and notice your feeling state. Notice if your feelings change just just try it for yourself see what happens and the time that you might have spent on those things focus on feeling your vibrations of what you want how's about we all try it for a week r and i do our best to practice this every week anyway but we can practice even more and let's all try it out and see what happens in one week yeah doesn't that sound fun it's a fun experiment
0: We're all very blessed to be in tune with this awareness. It's a really, really great fortune in these times.
1: And so for this week, let's really just focus on those beautiful vibrations, that beautiful energy. Really feel that higher version of yourself, your beautiful sacred intentions, And shine that out all around you. So that you become a healing presence for everyone around you. So while there may be all sorts of crazy things happening in the world, when people come across you in your field, they come into a healing energy. Wishing you a beautiful week, happy week, lots of love, and namaste.